0: Welcome back to the seventh episode of 18 to 24. This week, we are going to be discussing the presidential race. I decided to condense last week's and this week's episode and focus a little bit more on what the race looks like in the week leading up to the election. This is 18 to 24, the election podcast by and for young people. Today marks one week away from Election Day, and millions of people have already cast their votes. On Sunday, the Associated Press reported that 58.6 million ballots have already been cast, as opposed to the 58 million that were cast in all of early voting before the 2016 election. And we still have one week of early voting left. Current polling data has incumbent Republican President Donald Trump and former Vice President and Democratic nominee Joe Biden neck and neck in key swing states. The closest races exist within Iowa, Georgia, Ohio, Texas, North Carolina, Florida, Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Some of those states, especially Texas and Florida, are states that were almost guaranteed to swing for Trump earlier in this election cycle, but now, Who really knows what will happen? It just proves that this is an election cycle where predictions could change in the next 30 minutes. The current state of American politics is so volatile that I can't even give you my honest prediction for what could happen a week from now. I can, however, give you my honest opinion on what struggles each campaign will face in the coming week. With only seven days left to win over the remainder of undecided voters, each campaign faces a unique set of challenges and time is of the essence. Let's start with the struggles currently faced by President Donald Trump and his campaign. The first is very basic. The campaign, seemingly, is running out of money. The Trump re-election campaign cut their ad buy in swing states by over half. They have been pulling out of key states like Iowa, Ohio, Michigan, Minnesota, and Wisconsin since early September. The Trump campaign insists that this was a show of strength, but many pundits view this as a clear sign that Trump is running out of election money. Scaling back ad buy means that voters in these key states are hearing a lot more from former Vice President Joe Biden than they are from President Trump next COVID outbreaks throughout the white house continue to shake the trump campaign's ability to well campaign most recently five members of vice president mike pence's staff including his chief of staff have tested positive for the coronavirus raising questions about the health of the vice president these COVID outbreaks mean that key members of the re-election campaign will be taken off the campaign trail thus harming the president's ground game and his last challenge is that President Trump did not have particularly stellar debate performances. We can argue all day about how debates don't really matter in the grand policy scheme of things, but they do matter for appearances. The general consensus from both debates was that President Trump probably did not do enough to persuade voters, and his first debate performance may have even turned many of them off. The Trump campaign does have some strengths leading up to Election Day. President Trump has proven in the past that he has impeccable ground game, and a pandemic will not stop people from coming out and seeing him. President Trump is able to aggressively energize his base, and the 2016 election proves that. The real question is, will that be enough to secure his re-election chances? Former Vice President Joe Biden's campaign faces some very different challenges going into the last week. First, Joe Biden has marketed his campaign as a campaign of compassion, caring, and, to quote the campaign directly, human decency. While those things can translate through TV and video clips posted to social media from him in 2019, it's hard to really get that message across in the middle of a pandemic where you can't connect with people. This aspect harms Biden's ground game greatly, and he must resort to making that appeal through the internet. Next, a conspiracy storm about Biden's youngest son, Hunter Biden, seems to have some sway with voters. Throughout the campaign, Trump has taken hits at Biden's son, and many people have believed the flurry around the Biden campaign. Lastly, Biden is having to work extremely hard to gain an Electoral College advantage over President Trump. This is only exacerbated by the fact that some of Joe Biden's plans directly affect jobs in key swing states. One of the most prominent issues being talked about in recent weeks is fracking, which is an issue that many voters from Biden's home state of Pennsylvania care very deeply about. Democratic vice presidential nominee Kamala Harris has voiced support for a ban on hydraulic fracking in the past, but seems to have shifted that position since joining the Biden campaign. However, Biden will have to face questions about that continuously in the coming days. The Biden campaign does have some huge advantages leading up to Election Day. They are currently flushed with cash, meaning that they have the ability to spend money in states they wouldn't normally be competitive in. Currently, Biden is virtually tied with Trump in Texas and leading him in Florida. Those states overwhelmingly have leaned Republican in the past, but because Biden has been able to spend the money, they now seem like more of a toss-up. No matter what happens in the next week, I think that what we've seen over the past two weeks shows that Americans are ready to exercise their right and get out and vote. People always talk about how elections could bring historic turnout, but this seems more inevitable every day we inch closer to the election. People are beginning to see what their vote could really mean, and I personally think that is one of the best things to come out of this year so far. I know that I told you I would no longer be reminding you to register to vote, and that is because I have moved on to reminding you to actually vote. In-person early voting has started in many states, and you also have the option of voting in-person on Election Day. Be aware that there may be long lines anytime you go to vote, so set aside a decent amount of time for you to be at the polls. There is only one week left. Make sure your voice is heard. Thank you for listening to this week's installment of 18 to 24. Next week, it will be Election Day. We will be discussing what we can expect to know on election night and how to cope with the reality that we may not have results for a couple of days. To listen to this podcast, visit thedaonline.com slash deepdives or subscribe to DA Deep Dives wherever you listen to podcasts.